Back down the line a few years, there was a game sometimes people played called Truth or Dare. Is that still around? Yeah, I didn't know if it's part of a younger culture or if it's just old people. Or, you know. um, but uh, have any of you ever played it before? The friends that I observed playing Truth or Dare uh, seemed to take the whole thing with a great deal of gravity. Um, even when asked ridiculous questions or uh, feats, I can't say that I ever really engaged in it at that level. Um, I don't know whether I kept it playful as a defense you know, or from a lack of understanding, I just didn't get you know, how much integrity could rest in a game <laughs> or someone's reputation for that matter. Um, but I'm sure that at that point in my life, I didn't have any really deep, dark Secrets, although there were certainly all kinds of issues and feelings and experiences that were uncomfortable to talk about. Um, but for truth or dare, but truth or dare struck me as a game of courage and of trust either in yourself or the people that you were interacting with. Um, and, and it was also kind of a tool among people who were uh, close. It was a tool for confession. You didn't have to go to somebody and say something. They'd pull it out of you. So we speak here of all sorts, under all sorts of circumstances about truth, whether it has a capital T, or the smaller t, um, we speak about the quest for truth. And if we are truthful, we acknowledge that a commitment to the quest for truth has no earthly end. But does that include our own personal truth? The truth within us th that is the us that finds us and leads us or that that which we know from within us that directs us and strengthens us and bolsters everything we do. I think yes and no. There's some things that... Um, seem to stay true between me and, and my higher self or the God of my understanding or my moment-to-moment -moment deepest awareness. Like no matter what, I want to try to be what I believe to be a good person. Now sometimes I can fail miserably, but it stays constant that that's what I want to be. And so for me, it's a personal truth. We're all talking about core values in the adult ed class this morning. Um, 
even though layers of that can't continue to unfold all the time, and my sense of self-judgment and evaluating the behavior of others shifts over time as well, uh, I think there's a great deal to each of us that we have not yet come to realize. And I'm not sure if or where that peeling away of layers, like the onion metaphor I think is really a good one. Um, I also find useful the metaphor a friend of mine has used about emptying a swimming pool with a spoon. You know, to keep mindful of how much there is that we are dealing with and the fact that it might rain. You know, that pool might fill back up, but also in the summer it's going to evaporate some. And when the sun's out and hot, but you keep at it, and it's possible. This is a lot of work. Now, you know, you can peel chunks of an onion away, but if you're trying to do each layer of an onion, that's an involved task, too. And you're going to cry. <laughs> at least I am. Maybe if I hold a mass stick in my teeth. I don't know. Um... I don't, for me personally, I don't believe this journey begins when I take my first breath, and I don't believe it ends after my last breath. I have no idea what anything on either end might look like, but my experience, my personal experiences support for me the idea that there's more. I know many of you don't agree, and that's fine. Um, whether you agree or not, one can still acknowledge that using our intellectual judgment to measure our essential nature can be really limiting and only take us so far. So the depths of our individual existence are incredibly expansive. I don't know how many of us would take on emptying a swimming pool with a teaspoon, unless there was something particularly worthwhile about the endeavor. So, let's say the kind of work we do on ourselves, like for each spoon that you take out, the tool that you're dipping it with grows. So your spoon grows into a tablespoon and then sometimes into a shovel, you know, but, but, but so the work that we do to try to make that task more manageable actually facilitates the managing of the task. Does that make sense? 
Now these exercises in reflection and confession that we're thinking about with our papers, uh, reconciling the books a tad are uh, a namaste, a bow to the uh, reconciling the books that we talked about last week for uh, being mindful of Rosh Hashanah and this week Yom Kippur happened and internationally there were incidents that our national media brushed over pretty quickly. If we're paying attention to our own myopic views of things and concerns, we're going to miss a whole lot of the things that we need to care about. So it's always good to have multiple inputs. Um, the Unitarian Universalist tradition of ours is in perpetual flux. It's always changing. We are always changing. We try with varying measures of success to pay attention to the waking of conscience and consciousness. We reach new understandings about those with whom we share this planet all the time. The things that may be a given for you and your understanding now may not have been true for somebody like me back as a kid playing truth or dare. The quest for greater understanding, for the quest of a greater understanding, a necessary predicate to live in harmony with the sacred, which includes every being and element we encounter, is addressing ourselves. Doing the things we can to improve these vessels that are the only thing here that are going to generate change. And if we don't do the things that lighten that load for us in a responsible way, We're crippling ourselves. So, truth moves. Truth is change. Change will happen with or without our openness to it, but we can affect the quality of the changes in our lives and in the world around us by doing what we can and daring greatly. I think there are many places that I have taken a safe road. I watch other people whose spine is just apparent in whatever interaction they're having. And it's not bluster and it's not narcissism it's 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 a difference between that and courage and when we are in our bodies and attuned to the instincts that are ours we can tell the difference you get a sense of the people that you're around sometimes before you even get in a close proximity 
Right? There, are, there are all kinds of clues that are a part of things other than our intellect that are a part of our lives and our bodies and our psychology and our awareness and our wholeness of being. And I'm trying to advocate for us releasing that wholeness. So, people died in this faith. People died for this faith. They risked everything for their convictions. That's the tradition we stand in. I'm not saying go out tomorrow and stand in front of um, an assault rifle. But y'all know that. I want to be brave. I want to keep doing all I can to be better as a human, as a vehicle. Wars have been fought for freedom and against the smothering of truth. No telling where we are in that journey as humankind or in this country or even in the congregation. I suppose, at some level. We are just called to be the very best that we can be.